0: Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more
1: about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you.
0: Hey there! Just wanted to let you guys know we we often talk about window seals and how they're kind of a can be a petri dish in homes because they accumulate water and dust and other things and can can start to grow mold. We do have a little a little product that helps out with that. Mike, it's actually a kit, Jar. Sure.
1: Tell me about and it. And it's awesome. It uh, it's got a few little uh, tools in it. One's kind of a microfiber type sponge, along with some handles and some some tools that just fit in. That's kind of a hard space to. To fix or to clean yeah. is a windowsill. is This kit is perfect for windowsills. So it's jump on. anything
0: to fit in those little tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: They're a nightmare yeah. to, to clean. So. Yeah,
0: check it out on the mypureproducts.net website, and uh, and you can get that for your windows. Hello and welcome to the Mold Matters podcast. I'm your host Jeremy Evans. Um, here with Mike Adams. How well, are you? I'm great, Jer. How are you doing? Excellent. It's good to be back. We haven't been. We haven't done this for a while, right? It's been a few weeks, yeah. Has it? Yeah. You've Nez, been out of town a lot. as
1: our producer, wha- how long has it been? Two. two.
0: Two weeks, yeah.
1: Oh, I thought you meant too long. <laughs> <laughs> she held up too, so I instantly instantly thought
0: too long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> couple, two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, it's good to be back. Um we we like to talk about uh, another aspect of mold and and just the world of mold today. Do you want to introduce our topic at all, Mike? Do you want to yeah, do that? Yeah,
1: um, it's one that we run into a lot here in Utah. Um, some areas of the country not so much, but um, in Utah we have this weird thing that we well, it's probably not that weird, but we love we love our storage rooms to store food in. We really do. Yeah, and a lot of it is is you know, the church um, here in Utah, the predominant religion um, teaches to be prepared, be prepared for, you know, an emergency. So we like to, we like to store things. Yeah. Some would say hoard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some would say store. Store, yeah.
1: Anyway, when you have a basement, oftentimes um, right underneath the front porch of the home, they will build what we call a cold
0: storage room. And because it's for storage and it's cooler cold, it's cooler it's cooler yeah it's cooler it's kind of encased in
1: cement, um, yeah, and so it stays it stays nice and cool usually yeah, and it's just i mean, I don't know who came up with that I, that idea of, I think what happens is you have to pour the foundation around the entire you know the footprint of the house yeah, and they want that that front patio to be supported by the foundation itself so they'll run that patio out as part of the foundation and then put wood over the top of that that where it goes out where the porch is going to be and pour six inches of cement on
0: top of the wood on top of the wood
1: and then you've got yourself a front porch and then yeah. underneath you've got cold storage
0: yeah and it's it's uh yeah it's it's a unique little space and and I will add, because we looked up uh, how many homes in the U.S. have basements. So this, this is probably only going to apply to a third of the homes in the U.S. because that's what this statistic says. About 30% of homes have basements. Mm-hmm. And most of them, I thought that – I guess we probably could have guessed some of this. Like the South doesn't have as many basements, which makes sense. Kind of swampy areas like yeah. Florida. and um, Virtually no basements in Texas and Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma – um, most of them are in like the Midwest and um, the Rocky yeah. Mountains. Yeah. Um, and I guess, I guess North. Northeast as well has, has a lot of the basements. And then, w- weird, Washington, Oregon, California, virtually no basements. Yeah, really weird. I mean, which is funny, when I lived in Oregon, which I grew up there, we had a basement. So I was one of four percent. Yeah, that's
1: right, you did have a basement, I remember yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's one of the proud few, but we did not have a cold storage that mm. I remember. But needless to say, we're, we're kind of th- this is very specific to basement um, yeah. settings, and and, you and
1: actually, you know, the the problem that we're going to talk about with the cold storage is is often associated with basements as well. Yeah, I mean, basements are kind of problematic. Oh, the problems that yeah.
0: happen in cold storage is happen in basements. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'll, I'll say another thing about the dynamic of the cold storage space. So like you described, it's usually a I mean they're usually long. I mean they're they're basically the footprint of the porch. Right. But you go you go if you were to go right under the porch, it's kind of a long skinny room. Right. And typically. some people's
1: their front porch kind of wraps around their house a little bit. Yeah, and their so cold storage will do L-shaped, the same thing. Yeah, L-shaped cold storage.
0: Thing. Yeah, it's an awkward shaped room and it's just cement walls and um and people put shelving in there, and they s- store food and other stuff. So, yeah. it, it's very common where we live here. And um, as as always, there there are some some things about cold storage that can make it problematic from a mold perspective. So, I'd like to, let's talk about those, Mike. About, yeah. Um, what What about cold storage can make it uh, you know a candidate for mold growth, and what do you need to look out for?
1: So, um, just inherently because it is um, usually not conditioned at all, and air so conditioned. Yeah, or heated. Yeah, obviously. you don't have much air movement. Yeah, and so that can that can cause issues. It's usually cooler, so you hit the dew point temperature more readily than you would the rest of the home. Uh-huh. So, um, you're probably gonna end up with condensation on surfaces more than you would in the rest of the house. And then the other big one, I think, is, you know, we talked about that foundation that goes around um, the house and it juts out where the porch is, and then they lay down some plywood and porcelain on top of that. Well, very, very seldom does the builder follow up and pull that plywood out from underneath. Uh And we see it all the time where that plywood has become moldy. And what happens is the homeowner will go out and and I, I know my wife loves to do this, squirt off the front porch yeah. so it looks nice and clean. Yeah. Well, the water has nowhere to go in those corners. And it's not like you're caulking. or very few people. Caulking that slab that's on the, the s- porch. Yeah, the slab, between the slab and the foundation, or even if it's yeah. not necessarily a foundation, if it's like rock work or brick, yeah. there's going to be cracks, cracks. And, and, yeah. and and voids in there. And the water, when you when you wash off the front porch with your hose, goes right down, soaks into that plywood, and gets moldy. And I think the area between the top of the plywood and the bottom of the cement uh-huh. is where a, a huge issue is.
0: Yeah, we've even. I mean, the reason that came to mind is we've had some recent experiences with that where we're trying to figure out the mold. In fact, the one I'm thinking of was a few months ago, and they. So for whatever reason they instead of having so so the you know the way you can tell so if you go into your cold storage and you look up and you see plywood and right. maybe some studs yeah. or you know what look like studs yeah. that's that's how you can know if they did or did not remove right. you know that and framing. it's
1: it's truly not a structural thing your house is not yeah. going to fall apart yeah um, i think that's
0: why some people are scared i mean i i've been scared to remove stuff too before cuz i'm like is that holding anything? And, yeah. it, and it turns out it's really just hold. It was to hold the cement for that porch. Right, because I've tried to
1: pour cement over air before. And it before. doesn't stay? It doesn't, well. No, not at all. <laughs> it just falls right through. So they had to have something there to hold it while they poured the cement. Yeah,
0: and I, the one I'm thinking one had, had actually had foam, like a really thick foam. And I'm not sure what what was going Wait, on Wait, the there.
1: foam was on the plywood itself?
0: Um, I think it was no, it, it was under the plywood. I can't remember if it was it was foam and then plywood and then cement or oh, if it okay. was just foam right. and then cement. Yeah, I got But you. either way, yeah. I walk in, there's mold everywhere on the walls. Yeah, and I'm trying to troubleshoot and I eventually got I saw that foam up there and I asked the homeowner, Can I can I kinda pull down some of that foam? Yeah. I pull down the foam and water just rushed into my face. Oh like wow. mold water. Yeah. Oh, it was really gross. And as I pulled down that foam Sure enough, just like you're saying, I'm sure they were washing their porch or a sprinkler, you know, yeah. that, or or even yeah. just watering your plants on the porch, right? Whatever storms, yeah, you know, that water can easily get that. That's probably the most vulnerable crack in your foundation. It really is, is right yeah, under you're right. that porch. You're right. I mean, everything else is should be fairly sealed up or covered, but that crack is maybe yeah. one of the more overlooked. Yeah. Anytime you're matching up, you know. Putting a piece of cement on another piece of cement. That, yeah, and I see it. I crack. see
1: it a lot when I mean it's uh, coincidentally it's usually on really nice homes, but they'll do rock work on the walls, um, you know, of that patio or front porch area on the outer walls.
0: Yeah, butting up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they. I mean, it looks beautiful. The rocks. Yeah. And uh, you know, they don't put. It's not like they're putting mortar between the rocks. It's just rock, and they cut them to fit, kind of. And yeah, they're full of voids where water can get through there
0: yeah so it just yeah runs down the foundation and gets into the house
1: the other thing is i had one not too long ago jared that i went to and and the customer said it just smells just funky in that in that cold storage room yeah well i went in there thinking i'm going to see all kinds of storage you know boxes and whatnot there was absolutely nothing in there it (laughs) was nothing but cement walls cement flooring and a piece of wood, <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I'm talking to the customer like, "Well, this is, this is not rocket science here. <laughs> There's only one thing that feeds on mold in this entire room, <laughs> you know, or that mold will feed on, and it's the wood.
0: The piece so of wood. wood the yeah. piece of wood. They're working on it right now. <laughs> yeah. <And> I, I <laughs> said promise to send
1: me pictures when you pull it out, but yeah, yeah.
0: So I want to, I want to, I want to talk about. Um, well, let me let me share about one more house, and then I think it kind of is instructive of some of the other things that, are, that need to be considered when looking at cold storage. So this house yeah. has, uh, this was just last week, tons and tons of trees, plants, shrubbery right around the house, right up against the house. And yeah. we've talked about that before. Right. You know, if you're watering really close to the house a lot, I mean, the plants can't soak it up fast enough, yeah. you know. And that's that was the case here. I mean, it was a it was a beautiful home, landscaped beautifully, and they are just as I analyze. I mean, actually, one of the one of the vents that goes into the so so I should say this: a lot of cold storage rooms have little vents. You know, right. maybe one yeah. on each side right. to give, because like you said, the air conditioning and heating is not usually plumbed into that room. Right. So they have to figure out a way to get. It, the air to be not stagnant. Yeah, some well. kind of fresh air in there. Yeah. So they'll put vents um, on each end, which I'm surprised how many times I've seen cold storage without vents, though. Oh, really? I've seen it multiple times yeah. in Utah here, and I think, well, you remember that one we did last year in Pleasant Grove, that big, nice, beautiful house? Yeah. And you were in yeah. the basement? There yeah. was no big, beautiful cold storage, no venting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So they installed some venting or, or some dehumidifiers, but, but anyways, so... Um, you know, they had some vents, and I could see where the vents were. They were just full of water, and I, I, I realized, oh, okay. So they, uh, they are just barraging that foundation with their sprinklers right there because they right. have to keep all those plants alive yeah. and beautiful. And, um,
1: and, you know, the other thing that happens, too, I think, is when you set up your your sprinkler system when your plants are young, the sprinklers go up and over the plant, but as your plants grow... All of a sudden, now you're blocking that sprinkler. You're just nailing
0: the the bottom of it, and it's falling down. Yeah, so
1: the water's falling not out three or four feet from the house anymore. It's right next to the house now because the plants have grown up, so it's just blocking them, and all the water's
0: pouring into the foundation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that might have been happening here. So we go down into the cold storage, and it is – I have my humidity, you know, sensor on me. It's like 75, Yeah. Uh, percent relative humidity in there, and, and I was talking to the. O- this is kind of funny. I was talking to the homeowner, and I was like, "How long it smelled in there? Really musty." Yeah. And I was like, "How long has it smelled like that?" And she's like, "Pretty much since we built it twenty years ago." And I realized that this issue has probably been going going on yeah. for all those twenty years. Yeah. And you couldn't you you couldn't see a ton of signs of water intrusion. Yeah. And so it did perplex me for a while, but I really just think it was soaking into that foundation slowly.
1: And the humidity is just always high. And then the there. humidity yeah. just, yeah, yeah, so it
0: just was a... And then the thing about cement, we've talked about this, you, yeah. you can't really see, you know, condensation on cement very well. Yeah. I mean, it just absorbs but it you, so well. But you
1: almost have to look at your foundation or the cement as that is just a giant sponge. Yeah. And and the idea is not, you know, I hear, I, we talked about this before... I hear people say, "Well, I need to check my foundation. Maybe I have a crack." No, you don't. No, you uh, well, you probably do have a crack. Everybody has a crack. Yeah. Somewhere in their foundation, but that's not the problem. The problem is you're assuming that that foundation is like a boat yeah. in a lake, and yeah. it's not. It's not yeah. a boat. It's a house, and you you got to get the water away from the foundation of the house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I think um, now you you mentioned, Mike, that. Cold storage and basements in general have similarities. Tie those two together for us. Um, well, a couple of things. One, one is we talked
1: about the um, lack of air movement. A lot of times, people finish their basements on their own, uh-huh. and that's you know they may put a fireplace down there, but they're probably thinking of this, thinking to themselves, you know, this basement always stays cool, so I'm not going to go to the expense or the work of running an H-back return, you know, vent and then at some. Some heating and cooling registers down here, so they'll forget all of that. Just leave yeah. it off. Yeah. Um, off. Just don't do it. And then you've got stagnant air, and then couple that with oftentimes you have w- uh, window wells
0: uh-huh.
1: and the inherent water problems between where the window well comes out and the and where the s- the foundation is. that's oftentimes a problem with water. Plus, honestly, on really bad storms, sometimes uh, we see homes where they tell us, look, the the window well is filled right up with water. Yeah. And the water leaks in and and starts to get into that um, interior wall and start to grow mold. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of it is lack of air movement. A lot of it is colder, so you have more condensation in the basement. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, And honestly, a lot of it is, you know, I talk to people all the time. In fact... I had a customer years ago that they started realizing they had mushrooms growing in their carpet. Mm, yeah. And the guy said to me, Look, we just don't come down here ever. Yeah. And uh, so it just, it, it just gets away from you.
0: Yeah. Well, so coincidentally, that, that same house I was talking about, their back side of their house, I was kind of walking around. Yeah. Their back window well, I looked in there, it was like a foot and a half high with water. And they actually had a sump pump in their window well. Um, and they're like, oh, but it was—it was turned off. And as I analyze it, I'm like, it hasn't rained in a while. I mean, we're in—we're in the summer. It's here. 105 degrees here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're in the hundreds. But it was the sprinklers. The sprinklers fill up their window wells again, because there's so much yeah. plant, you know, so many plants and shrubbery and things like that. That. So you know, let me—not me, to disparage any customer
1: of ours. We love no, all our customers. Absolutely. But doesn't it seem like it would make more sense to fix the sprinkler <laughs> than to put a sump pump in the window well? Yeah. I mean, call me crazy, but yeah
0: I, I agree yeah so one other thing I want to talk about um, is you know, because we were talking about we were actually reading about cold storage because a lot of you know commercial industrial facilities that need to you know temperature regulate their items like oh, like right. a cooler, yeah, a big cooler or something, they also Deal with some of these issues yeah you, you know we we've we've had jobs like that where there's a big cooler in the middle of this facility, so you've got really really cold air, and then the rest of the building's really normal air right, and you get you you have you have strong potential for for mold there yeah anyways, as we were talking about that, a lot of the recommendations there are don't even use paper products right well that's
1: that's one thing I was going to mention about yeah. the basements and the cold storage is yeah. is i mean all of us have stuff that we don't know what to do with it but we don't want to throw it away yeah so we throw it in a cardboard box and put it in the basement yeah that's probably the worst thing or one of the worst things you can do yeah is put cardboard in a cold storage room yeah um just don't give mold food and yeah. you're doing that when you put tons of paper or cardboard or you know yep. any any type of cellulose yeah
0: Because I do think that storage, that cold, if you have a cold storage, that room is maybe one of the most vulnerable in the house, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. There's no air plumbed into it, like you said, and just, you know, the ability for water to get in there is a little higher. And you don't go in there very often. You don't go in there, yeah, Yeah. so it can get away. So my parents had their their vents in their cold storage. Water came through there on a big rainy day. It came through the, and we had tons of cardboard boxes. And this is kind of before I got into the mold industry, and I... Anyways, tons of boxes, just black mold. We had to chuck books that were just rotted to the core. Yeah. And some of it was like, you know, sentimental stuff. Had yeah. we done plastic bins or something? And right. It would have been fine. Probably would yeah. have been fine. So well, I think that's your, a good recommendation.
1: Years ago, my wife and I had a flood, and we had to throw away my prized high school yearbook. Oh. They had a picture of me in my powder blue
0: three-piece suit. Which <laughs> That hurts. That, <laughs> that
1: does, sir. That really hurts.
0: Especially because right. those are coming back, probably. Oh, are they really? I don't know. Well, on
1: Dumb and Dumber, they were. Yeah. they were back.
0: <laughs> Is that what it looked like? That one. It looked exactly one? like that one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. But that was the style. At least yeah. that's what. At least that's what my mom told me. <laughs> 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 that's
1: the style, Mike. Everybody's wearing these. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, one other thing I'll say. Well, let, let's talk. Uh, if you do have a cold storage, oh. I like these tips. So. Try to avoid cardboard boxes. Put in, put things in plastic. I mean, metal metal is also not a great food source, but it's not very practical. But yeah. plastic bins with lids. Um, what other what other uh, what other uh, uh, advice for I would, cold storage? I would
1: stay. A lot of people build their own wood shelving. I would stay away from that.
0: Stay away from wood. Yeah, metal shelving. Metal shelving or even plastic. plastic is better than wood. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and you kind of mentioned. I think everyone ought to evaluate. Their airflow in there. Yeah, like I said, some 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 I've seen don't even have vents. I, I've seen some with no vents, but they do have a permanent dehumidifier just yeah attached to the wall, and it it'll yeah. keep the humidity at thirty five or whatever. Yeah. You I decide. would I would check the humidity
1: often though. I would in too in your cold storage to make sure that you know everything's okay.
0: I would too, and uh, yeah, this house I was at, they had some some just ventilation, just just getting the air moving. But again, if you've got water barraging that foundation, there's not enough airflow I think yeah. that could keep that humidity down, but
1: well that that reminds me. That's one of the things that I often talk to people when they're just stumped at their mold problem is I'll ask them, "Do you have paneling in your basement?" Yeah. Cuz for whatever reason, guys, especially in the 70s, I think this was big, they would finish their own basement and yeah. just put the just glue the paneling right to the the cement foundation. To the cement foundation which is just yeah that
0: that creates a horrendous right issue. between the yeah. two is just probably especially if water comes through it oh just, it's horrible yeah it's yeah terrible. you got to just rip that out yeah and then I, I'll go back to what you said at the beginning I would go to your cold storage right now if you have one yeah. look up and if you see wood or foam you know I would look at getting that out potentially because that could be it's the same concept as the paneling it's like OSB. Against right against cement. Yeah, and It's going to trap moisture in gonna there. It's going to trap moisture it's in a there. great food. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you just, you, was that yesterday you were at that lady's house that um, had that scenario? Two days ago. Yeah, two days yeah, ago. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. S- same con, that, 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 the whole house was great. That room had a little stink to it. Yeah, and she, she had had multiple people there looking at it. Uh. And then I think ultimately
1: she called me back and said, I, I just don't trust what these guys are saying to me. Really?
0: What were they and saying? They, not. It wasn't that, is what they were saying. Well,
1: wasn't one of them? I'm trying to remember everything they had told her. But one of them, one of them said um, that wood has got to p- got to stay there. <laughs> like no, no, that wood is not holding up the house. <laughs> and um, one of them was telling her that. Um, I can't remember all the. Uh, anyway, she just had yeah. a plethora of okay of excuses of what was going on yeah and it was obvious it was just just get that wood out of there
0: yeah i mean it's a teeny storage room yeah i've seen it yeah teeny teeny i did
1: i did go around the yard with her though Uh um as i was leaving i said look this this downspout which feeds right into that crawl space area just east of it Uh maybe five feet that's that had come loose and was dumping right into the foundation. Oh, okay, so that could be part and of. And then that. she had another one that is the kind that they, they go underground, uh-huh. which I hate because you never know if that's plugged or not. Yeah, and I said I would just cut that off at at the six inch mark, and, and put an extension on so you know, you're draining, yeah. properly. Yeah. So yeah, I showed her some things to to fix it, but it's
0: it's going to be fine once she gets rid of that wood, and then yeah, we'll go back and retreat it. And actually, I do think. Sorry. By way of suggestion, I do think you can buy... Well, I know you can. At like Home Depot, you can buy some cement caulk. If you wanted yeah. to go under and caulk that where your porch yeah. cement meets your foundation. Try to help it a little bit, yeah. It's probably not a bad idea. I know with settling... As homes settle, that crack gets accentuated, yeah. and it's not yeah. uncommon for, for that to be a you know fairly yeah. open highway.
1: Uh Honestly, I would... I told her this. I would try to stay away from... Squirting off the front porch, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: Just sweep it, and every once in a while, it's fine. But yeah, like my growing up, my mom used to squirt the front porch off every Saturday. (laughs) We mow the lawn, we squirt squirt off the front porch, (laughs) and then we're ready for church on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay, I think I think we covered it pretty well, Mike. Yeah, I think so. Anything Anything else about cold storage, Nez Anything else? Okay. Did you learn something, Nez Oh, uh, okay. Nez, head, head nod.
1: Nez wanted us to remind people to subscribe. Oh, yeah. So Google it, figure out how to subscribe,
0: <laughs> and then subscribe. <laughs> yes. Go to Google excellent. first. Yeah, Google first, yeah. <laughs> and then Google the Google. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the Mold Matters Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more in-depth information on mold illness and recovery.